there's so much more that we as coaches don't know. And it's okay to admit that we don't know because, you know, everyone's there to learn at the end of the day. Hey, everybody. It's Coach Joseph back again with another episode of the Mindfully Resilient Podcast. I hope you're having a good day. You know, what a good day it is. Actually, you know, scratch that. What a wonderful day. And why shouldn't it be? What, you don't think so? You don't think you're having a a wonderful day? But what's making you believe that? No matter what kind of day you're having or had, just take a moment and I'll give you that moment now. Is there one little thing today that put a smile on your face, like a heartfelt compliment from a stranger that you received today or something amazing that you saw, something beautiful or got a hug, a genuine hug from a loved one? Or how about... For those Starbucks lovers out there, that delicious, well-made, well-balanced caramel macchiato. Huh? You know what I'm talking about. Well, let that moment define your day. Let that small moment be powerful for you. Ah, I see you thinking about it. There's that smile. Well, you are welcome. Now, let's add some more bright positivity to your day or evening whenever you're listening to this show with another Coffee with Coach edition of the Mindfully Resilient Podcast. So, my guest is someone who I met early on in my fitness career and is a fellow coach. Shahab Nilgiri is a personal development coach and a fitness trainer. You'll get to hear how we met in our conversation. And he's been in the fitness industry for over six years and has helped individuals reach their fitness goals and help them achieve the best physical shape of their lives. As a coach with trainers on site, just west of Toronto, just outside the city of Toronto, Ontario, he's been welcomed into homes, workplaces, and understands how open and vulnerable people have to be in order to let someone in their own space. What he noticed after working with many people is that fitness isn't the only thing people need to work on in order to become the best versions of themselves. That's what I've been talking about all this time, right? His clients would reach their goals, but there was so much going on in their lives that either maintaining their goal would be difficult or they wouldn't get to their goal in the first place. He believes that wellness comes in many forms and taking care of your mind can help you tackle life's daily problems. This can in turn help you overcome mental obstacles that people tend to have, which stops them from getting to that next phase in life. Shahab's love for finding the reasons as to why people do what they do led him to pursue a career in personal development. His mission is to help his clients become the best version of themselves by helping them build a solid foundation within themselves, helps them gain confidence with their vision, and aids them in going all in. We definitely had a great time catching up. I loved our conversation. We talked origin story, fitness, and life coaching. And I guarantee you're definitely going to enjoy this one. So, push that plunger on your French press, pour yourself a cup of java, because it's time for Coffee with Coach. You I'm good, man. How's it going? (laughs) It's going great, thanks. It's going wonderful. And uh, thank you for joining uh, the podcast today absolutely man i've been hey joseph i've been following you for uh for for some time so i know you put out some really good content 
Oh man, I truly appreciate it. coming from you. I truly, truly appreciate it. I've been following you as well. And I remember like since we met, I think we met in 2015. It was at Fitness Nation. Mark Liebert was having a huge equalizer uh, buddy buddy system demo uh, with a bunch of trainers uh, in the area. And you yeah. showed up with Rob, Rob Foster from Trainers on Site. Uh, yeah. The company you're with, uh, well, company you're with right now as well. And um, yeah. Yeah, no, I remember it was cool. We hit it off uh, from then, and we just kept on bumping each other, bumping into each other uh, at conferences and stuff. And it's it's always it's always great. Uh, I mean, your vibe, I'll tell you right now, is is really really positive, and it, it it's how would I say it's magnetic. It's great uh, to find coaches like that who have that kind of magnetism uh, to them. So uh, that is, yeah. So of course, of course, and you know what? I mean, it's like five years now. You know what? I think, I think. Uh... Because uh, I remember the buddy system one. I think we even met before that. I think we, we met uh, um, at Mark's other one at the hotel. Do you remember that one? Oh, yeah. The Master Trainer Summit. Yeah, yeah. That's the one where I only, I was, I only went there for the day. <laughs> but I met you there. I met you there. I think, oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure because you're like, hey, I know Rob. I'm like, oh, hey, cool. And then uh, I met you there briefly. And then, yeah, after that was Fitness Nation. And then I camp a pro a few times, right? Because you volunteer there. So we well, always uh, bump into each other there. Well, heck, for what, what I do uh, as social media volunteer, I, I'm a social butterfly, right? I got to uh, uh, run around. And so I'm always bumping into people. Uh, but yeah, the Master Trainer Summit, I remember that weekend. That was like one of my first, first uh, big conferences following, as a personal trainer, following my certification. So uh, yeah, no, that was... Uh, that was a long time ago. Wow. I can't believe you remember yeah, that. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, yeah. So, okay. So I have you on board. And uh, for those uh, out there, who are you? Let, let's, let's go high level first. Like, what do you do? High level. Okay. So I'm, uh, I'm Shahab, as uh, most of you probably know by now. And um, so what I do is I'm a fitness trainer. So I go to people's homes. As, as a guy that works at Trangel on side, I go to people's homes. Um, I essentially see how they are, help them get fit and pretty much help them get their whole routine together when it comes to their, when it comes to their fitness. Um, been doing that for a few years. And while I was doing that, I had this moment where I said to myself, you know what, there's so much more that goes into this whole fitness thing. Cause it's more than just fitness. It's your whole mindset. It's your whole outlook on how you approach things. There's so much more that goes on rather than just doing bicep curls and doing some squats, right? <laughs> right? As I'm sure you know as well. So that kind of led me into, into the whole coaching realm. And I didn't even know it at the time, but I was doing more mindset coaching along with some fitness the whole time. But then, you know, as I was, um, as I was um, coaching people with their health and fitness over, the few, or over, um, over a few years, that's when I really kind of dived into the whole mental side of things as well. And then that's where, you know, that's where Mad Mind Coaching came. Mad is mentality, adaption, discipline. Those are like my three pillars of, mm -hmm. uh, of my coaching approach. And that's what I like to help people with their whole mentality as a baseline before you start anything. Okay. Like how's, how's your thought process when it comes to this whole thing? How's your mentality? Do you have stuff from the past that you have not dealt with? Um, is there stuff currently that you're kind of putting under the rug? So now, you know, you have this whole new mentality. Then you adapt. You got to adapt to your environment. 
it's like what Bruce Lee said, right? With the whole water thing, you put water in a cup, the water becomes the cup, right? The water adapts yeah. to its environment. And that's how I want people to be. I want people to be the best version of themselves adapting. And then once you've done all that, you have your discipline. You need to have the discipline to kind of go on and carry on. Um, otherwise, the changes that you make are just going to be for a short amount of time. And then, you know, the last thing you want to do is to make some positive changes and then go back to where you came from. Right. So yeah. the uh, long answer to your question is uh, I, I love to coach people. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what's funny is like I wanted to start high levels. So what do you do? I'm a personal trainer and a mindset coach or a personal development coach. And what do you what are you beyond that? And well, you know, I could actually lead into that where. Now we have, those are labels. We all know that. And as coaches, oh, we know sure. there's more than that. We always dig deep with our clients. And it's funny when we got to look into ourselves as well. It's like, what's our why? What's the purpose? So I'm going to ask you this question. So you became a coach. You became a personal trainer. Well, a personal trainer. You've been with trainers on site, by the way, great company. Uh, they come to your home for personal training. Um, so you did all this. You've been doing this for a while, at least six years. And what what drives you to this what what's your purpose what what makes your soul sing about it i think the biggest thing is growing up i grew up in a in your traditional uh how do i say in your like my my background's in my whole family is uh typical kind of uh you know, mom stays at home and the guy goes to work, comes back home, whatever, right? That's all fine and dandy. Um, but uh, there's a few things that I noticed. Um, there was never really any any work going on with ourselves. Like you just kind of went to work and you came back and then that's about it, right? And you just go about your day-to-day -day and there you go. That's your life. And then on top of that, there was nothing really physical. It was just all sedentary. Um, so then on top of your normal routine, there were health issues that were going on. Like my uncle was diabetic and then he became blind and then, you know, eventually he passed away. Um, so, you know, I, I, I saw that. Um, I never really got to meet my grandparents growing up. Um, before I got old enough to remember, both of them passed away, like on, on, on both sides. Um, and uh, just, you know, within the past few years, my mom had to do some dialysis and she still lives on dialysis. But, you know, like my why is a, is a mixture of things, but it stems from kind of seeing my family and, and, and growing up in, in that environment. Not a bad environment, not a bad environment by any means. You know, I'm, I'm blessed and I'm grateful for, uh, um, you know, for my family and everything else. But I'm also grateful for the fact that I was able to see one perspective and learn about other perspectives. So the joy that I get in, for example, you know, training myself and being active, um, it, it gives me a lot of joy. I feel confident. I feel powerful. And there was something in me that said, you know, like other people need to feel the same way. Like I've, I, I've taken my brothers to the gym. I've taken my sister to the gym as well. And, uh, you know, they feel good. Did they carry on with it? Well, one of them has, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, you know, like you, you can, you can only, you can only help someone change so much, but I, I like helping people see within themselves what they're actually capable of. Right. And I like to help them 
like just see themselves and then uh, like help them drive themselves to another level. Like initially they need that push, but then they'll, you know, they'll, they'll be all right on their own. And, uh, I, I get, I get joy to that and it sounds selfish, but you know, I, I, I like, I like when I get messages like, you know, thanks, you know, thanks a lot for everything you do and, and, you know, stuff along those lines. But that's, you know, that's, that's what gives me a lot of joy. And that's why I do what I do. Um, uh, I think I might be biased, but I think it's one of the best things you can do. <laughs> well, like yeah. you just, you, there's so much joy within it. Yeah. And it's great to see. Um, and you know what? I totally empathize with you because I feel like you just described my life and maybe a bunch of others. And, uh, and as people who go into the wellness industry and, uh, become part of the, the fit family say, and mm-hmm. it's all stems from uh, uh, experience from growing up and we see our families uh, suffering from health conditions and so we'll talk about physical you know suffering from health conditions where they rely on a medication to mask the symptoms rather than taking charge and doing something about it so you don't need to take the drugs right and when it comes to the mindset a lot of people, you know, in your case as well, I'm half Moroccan. So uh, that mindset was masking your feelings most of the time. I mean, I always kept my heart on my sleeve, but we, you know, we, it's sometimes we, it's a sign of weakness. So we kind of stick to ourselves. We don't express our emotions and we don't uh, seek that help. And, and I think we learn from that and we re- we see that and we don't want to, we want to be better. And I think a goal as a parent and um, you don't have kids, right? No, no, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. But you'll see it. And it's it's really interesting. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say like, in the future for sure. I want, you know, I want to have my own family. But yeah, go ahead with what you're saying. Yeah, but when we see, you know, when we when we have children, you know, we always you'll understand it. You want your children to always be better than you. And the same thing, your parents want a, a great life for you, a better life than what they have. They always they always want you to one up them or even two up them or a hundred up them, right? And so sure. just and just find that path and and using that as inspiration. Oh, dude, I totally understand. I uh, I get it. I get it, and, I, and that's why I'm in it too. Because um, yeah, you you, just, you don't want to be that uh, that person when you're older and chasing after your grandkids, but not chasing them, right? Like just sitting in the couch and doing nothing. Totally, totally, yeah. man. That's that's the thing. You know, it hurts. Like it hurts to see something like that, right? Yeah. Um, I have uh, I have nieces and nephews, and um, uh, you know, like I, you know, I love them all to death. And as best as I can, you know, when when I go over there or they come over here, um, I always like I'll push them to, you know, they they love. I'm like the fit uncle, like quote unquote, right? Because I, I I usually tend to play with them, and uh, <laughs> like you know, we'll run around and we'll be active together, and I like that. I like that because you know they're they're doing something different than just sitting on their iPads. Right. So you know, just start, start them young. <laughs> start them yeah. Young. Well, that's it. You got, you know, and you got, you know, you got two, uh, you got two daughters, right? So, um, oh gosh, yeah. I'm sure, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm sure you do the same thing with them. Well, you know what? I'll tell you something right now. I'm sure you've seen, uh, on social media, but every year, well, it's been last year was the second year. So the year before, uh, Sergeant Ken, uh, ran a pilot, uh, workshop, um, at the Canfit Pro Conference, uh, was called uh, it was a, a parent and child boot camp. It was family boot camp, and mm. the first year, my daughter, my my oldest, she was shy a little bit. But the second year, all all year, she was asking, 
When am I going to see Mr. Ken? I want to do his boot camp. And she kept on crying. She kept on missing it every time she saw the video. So last year, she took over. And what was the best thing? This was the best thing. I'm proud father moment, proud parent moment is when Ken pulled her into the circle and used her as a demo assistant. You know, that was like... That was priceless. I'm like, oh wow, she's already walking in our footsteps, and it was it was priceless just to see that. And her, like, she does burpees better than a lot of people I know. <laughs> that's fantastic, man. That's awesome. Oh, man. That's awesome. So, so that's my uh, my yeah, no, no, hundred percent, man, hundred percent. I was gonna say my um, my little niece. She, I mean, they all do, but her kids in general, man, like their mobility is so. It's so much better than than adults. They get into that squat like it's nothing. <laughs> well, they do have that mobility, right? And as you get older, you get you stiffen up, right? Because we move less. Uh, we're in the car. We're yeah. at our desks. So we're just sitting down watching TV. And whereas kids, I remember uh, I'd be playing until the street, even past the street lights coming on, playing street hockey in front of my house, right, or playing basketball in the at the court or right across the street. And yeah. you know, now I don't see it. Like, unfortunately, it's technology. I mean, there's a lot of things we do, and we encourage our kids to be active. But I think at some point as well, we kind of push our kids, we force them to be active rather than empowering them to choose to be active totally 100%. all right so let's let's take a step back now so we're going to start at the beginning of your journey so you started off as a personal trainer right mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. trainers on site and mm-hmm. so how was that like i mean we're going and i i'm in home i'm an in-home personal trainer as well so i kind of have a feeling i know what it's like but what were your uh, what did you think of it like traveling around, going to people's homes, seeing them rather than having them come to you? Um, you know what? I didn't, uh, I didn't mind at all. And I, I, I still don't. And one of the biggest reasons for that is luckily for me, my commute isn't that far. Like I, I work within, um, within the area. Like I live in Milton, right? So I'm within Milton Halton Hills. Um, and uh, another plus was I got to see some beautiful homes, <laughs> right? And uh, yes. and you know it's it's always nice because I get to I get to pick their brain a bit as well. So you know these these people you know like when it comes to financial success, uh, I, I ask them about that. I ask them how they started. I ask them about like their life story. So each session is like just kind of peeling the onion a little bit, and then you know once you kind of know everything, you just you build that relationship and you just, you, you essentially make a new friend. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to this day, it's still like that for me. I still, I mean, there's always a lot to know about people. You never really know the whole story. So, um, you know, I always, always ask questions. I'm always, just, um, you know, while I'll, while I'm helping them build their fitness habits and at the same time, you know, like help with their mindset and everything else, I still like to learn and, and and see where they came from because there's always something to take away. So I, you know, I love I love going to them and uh, you know meeting their family and and um, just kind of being part of their world for even if it's a small amount of time. Uh, you know, it feels it feels great and it feels um, you know it, it almost it almost feels like home. You know, mm-hmm. until they kick me out. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like stopping you. All right, the session's done. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's, and I agree with that. I mean, you you get in, get more into their personal life, and and you see where they're coming from. And what's really interesting is that you can actually have a better 
under, you get a better understanding of their lives and which allows you to create a better workout program, I find, compared to working out at a gym. I mean, no offense to the trainers working out, uh, teaching at gyms. I mean, that's great. You have all the equipment. You have uh, all the necessary space. But sometimes there's a For certain sure. flavor uh, working with people out of their homes. Uh, but yeah. there are some challenges. Uh, and one of the challenges for me is, okay, what am I going to do with the, the very little equipment I have at my disposal, right? I have my duffel bag with my bands and my equalizers and whatnot. But right. obviously, if you're lucky enough to have right. those clients with a full full gym, yeah, it's great. But like, what, yeah. would that be yeah. one But of not the, everyone's like that, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So exactly. Well, so how would you, um, how would you respond to that? Like, so you had a client who... Uh, uh, maybe add me a couple of dumbbells, light dumbbells, but that's it. Would you bring your own equipment or would you really focus on more yeah. challenging body weight stuff? Um, the equipment I would bring, um, I would bring eventually, but as a base, I typically tend to start people off with, with their own, with their own body weight, because if you can't really use your own body weight to a, to a good level, there's really no reason to add any more, right. um, add any more weight, you know, to, to, to make it more harder. So as a foundation, I want you to be able to move around. I want you to be able to get that hinge at the lunge, the squat, the push, the pull, the press. Like I want you to be able to do all these things with your own body, manipulate your own body in such a way that you feel stronger from a foundation base. And then we'll load it up. Then mm -hmm. we'll use the barbell. Then we'll use a kettlebell and dumbbell and bands and everything else. Like I'll use some of those things sparringly at, at first. Um, you know, it's always nice to change it up, but I definitely like, I'm not afraid to just kick their ass with some calisthenics, <laughs> <laughs> you know, hundred percent. You have to, right? Like body weight's very, um, I, I don't think it gets as much credit as it should. Mm -hmm. Like it's very powerful. Well, yeah. And that's why I use, uh, the equalizers a lot because you can do a lot of body weight movement. So if you don't have a pull-up bar, you can do inverted rows or pull-ups with the equalizer. Yeah. And what's really, yeah. what's really funny. So this is a little Liebert fitness plug. So go to LiebertFitness.com and get yourself a pair of equalizers, folks. Uh, we're using coupon code coach, Papa Joseph 15. You got 15% off your purchase on Liebert fitness products. And there we go. There's that shameless plug. Um, <laughs> so listen to them, ladies and gentlemen, go on there right now. <laughs> so, but the, what's really interesting. And I, I was teaching somebody yesterday. I had a zoom call with somebody, uh, because they have, they have equalizers in their facility, but they don't know how to use them. They don't know what to do with them. Exactly. So I showed her a couple of things, even that one trick, uh, to teach somebody how to do a proper push up. So this, you know, Without, so we have the alignment, the arm alignment that goes below the shoulder, and so it's under the armpit. But a lot of people don't know is when you do the push-up, you got to squeeze your hands together. They're not really moving, but you're trying to squeeze the floor together with your hands. Yeah, so equalizer. Yeah, I find when you hold them in front of you upside down with your hands on the outside of the bars and trying to squeeze inwards to the point where you can actually hold the equalizers with your hands open and you do a press movement that preps your pecs to do a proper push-up. And I use that to teach people how to effectively do a push-up and and it does a whole world of wonders so yeah it's 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 those little things that you want to build up slowly and i know a lot of people like when are we going to do this when are we going to do that when are we... slow down and <laughs> what I, what i personally love is uh maybe you get this is okay what's the next exercise dude slow down you got a one minute rest period <laughs> <laughs> no, those, those are the those are the fun people sometimes because for the most part 
um, I give them a minute rest and they're like, can I have another minute? I'm like, no, <laughs> no, we got to start now. <laughs> yeah, we want to keep that metabolism going. We got to condition you. We got to go to muscle fatigue, even like pushing to muscle yeah. failure. Um, so exactly. you started off as a trainer. Uh, yeah. you know, we're talking about, I'm assuming just starting to count out the, count out the reps, you know, you just started, you're counting reps, you're focusing on technique, but how yeah. did this, yeah. you know, now you became a personal development coach. How did this help you in your growth as a coach? Mm, okay. Um, so yeah, hundred percent, like, you know, the whole counting reps and that's pretty much how you start off. Right. Um, but like I said, at the, uh, at the, at the beginning of the show, like there's, eventually you find out after, you know, especially if you're going in home, they're pretty much opening their doors and they're pretty much being vulnerable in a way because now you're in their environment. So you see everything you see, not only the workout space, you can see their kitchen, you can see everything else. Right. So the more I went there, the more I got to know them, the more I got to know the story and the more I dived in, the more curious I was. And, you know, I, I learned like something big about myself and that was, you know, be more curious. Like there's, there's so much more that we as coaches don't know. And it's okay to admit that we don't know because, you know, everyone's there to learn at the end of the day. So I feel like the training itself really helped me to, you know, dive into, dive into my clients' minds and really get to know their story, their why. And, uh, really dive into dive into their life as much as they were comfortable, you know, allowing me in there. Um, and that really did help me develop into essentially a better coach because, you know, not every single approach that you have as a coach works on everybody else. So it teaches you to be, to be open, to be flexible and to, to be okay with experimenting. So if mm-hmm. one thing doesn't work, you try something else. Now, if that something else works with person A, sure, you can try with person B. But if that doesn't work, okay, you're back to experimentation mode, right? Okay, let's see, you know, let's see what works. This could go, this could be with physical fitness. This could be with the whole mindset development, development side of things as well. Everything is to a certain level, it's experimentation. Like, you know, your foundation, you know what you want to do what you want to work on with your client um but then you're also willing to change you're also willing to be flexible with your ideas and you you kind of help them become the same and you help them understand listen not everything is going to work 100 percent, and that's totally fine so mm-hmm. i think starting in the whole training realm really helped me see all that and that kind of carried on into my coaching and you know, the one thing I tell myself and I kind of tell other people as well is um, don't be the person who knows everything. Like tell yourself that you, you don't know it all at all. <laughs> right. Yeah. No one ever knows anything. So always, you know, always be open to learn. And, you know, being in the fitness industry, like it, there's always something going on. Right. Like there's always this new thing, new that, new this. OK, new research has shown this. So, you know, in that sense, you have to be open to learn take what's valuable, take what's useful, and then carry on your practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. and I think, and I think that brings, this brings us on to our, 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 kind of like our next topic, because, yeah, the evolution of fitness has gone from just working out the body to working out the mind. 
and you see it with athletes and with uh, performance coaches where, um, you know, after a training session, the whole team will sit down and you'll just work on mindset, visualization of winning the game of how, how are you going to take on your opponent or how are you going to take on life? Right. And, uh, so w- from there, so you still do training, but then you started leaking into, uh, knowledge or so learning, but then going into personal development coaching. So what journey did you undertake to become a coach, a personal development coach? Um, from like a, like a, you know, certification and like knowledge standpoint. Yeah. 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 Um, well, for one, there was, uh, you know, um, your greatest teacher, which is life, <laughs> right? There is that. But, um, I, um, I took the, uh, so, you know, the whole healthy, wealthy wise crew and, and, and Derek, um, so the coaches, um, certified coaches federation, I went through, I went through them. Um, I got my cert, but even before I did that, I was still kind of pumping out some content and, um, really diving into different topics, um, researching them, kind of applying certain things to my own life, seeing how that was, and just writing about it and sharing my experience. Um, along, you know, while I was doing that, I got certified and after I got certified, still doing the same thing, still sharing my experience, putting that in content for making videos, which actually I was kind of terrified to do at first. Um, so that was, uh, that was kind of a little, kind of, kind of a big leap for me. Um, but sharing, you know, sharing my experience on the videos and, um, just, you know, like allowing people to, you know, like, let me know, let me know what your thoughts are. Let me know what your experience has been with you know, with this or that. Um, and, you know, to this day, it's still, it's still that whole learning journey, right? So you, you still feed your mind with good things, feed your mind with positivity, feed your mind with uh, knowledge that actually is viable and helps you out. Share that with the world, share that with your, you know, with your crew, with your people, with your clients and, you know, allow them to, to comment on that, like, what did they learn? Or, you know, have you experienced something along the same lines? And, um, you know, and, and, and kind of create a community out of the whole thing. Um, but my whole learning experience has been, has, has been, has been a bunch of things. It's been working with my clients. It's been seeing health issues with my family. It's been, um, um, it, it's been seeing the different, my, within my social circle, it's being, um, seeing the different mindsets with my clients, it's, it's been, it's been a whole bunch of different things. Um, Mm -hmm. certification is a good place to, you know, it's a good place to start for sure, but then it's what you do. It's what you do before and after, especially that really, you know, that really counts for everything. And I'm not gonna, I'm I'm not gonna sit here and say, you know, I know every single thing in the world because I don't. Um, but I have a lot of passion for what I do and, uh, um, I'm pretty sure you can hear it in my voice, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? But uh, it's it. I mean, I'm still learning. Everything, uh, everything is a learning experience, and uh, um, you know, I hope to to just share that with uh, with my with my current clients, my future clients, and um, anyone listen like everyone listening to this podcast right now. You know, I I I hope that something good out of it, even if it's one golden nugget, I'll be happy. Yeah, no, that that'd be amazing. So, uh, listeners out there, remember every small step forward counts because whatever your experience is in life no matter how bad it is or how great it is it does contribute to something awesome later down the road and you know what you mentioned something uh and just uh 
made, it made me think of, of, uh, of what I was talking about with uh, a friend of mine who's interested in coaching and he's looking into it and he's meeting with other people. I kind of coach him unofficially. And if he's listening to this podcast, he knows who he is. Uh, and I've said, first of all, okay, you have all this experience. So a great coach, first of all, has the experience. If someone believes life is perfect, their life is perfect, then I'm sorry, they're not a coach. They can't coach you right. because they haven't, they don't understand what to go through. They don't have the compassion. But going through the certification course is like going through the Certified Coaches Federation. Um, it gives you an understanding of how the mind works, right? Mm-hmm. And and so you learn the language, even neuroling- uh, NLP, neurolinguistic programming. Uh, you yeah. learn how the mind works, how to talk to people. In an episode I, I published on February 5th, when I talk about goal setting, if the goal is like, I want to lose 25 pounds, well, lose is a negative word. So why not say I want to be 25 pounds lighter? And that has a positive connotation to it. And so mm, yeah. um, that, you know, so like you're just learning that language as a coach. So, so yeah, no, no, it's really interesting to bring that up because yeah, certifications, it kind of well, I'm not say kind of. They do matter because they give you that. They 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 let you know that you've done. Let other people know that you've done the education. But it comes from personal experience as well. And when it comes to that coaching type and the, and the certifications and the route you take as a coach, you know there are different coaching styles. So you have like Tony Robbins, who who's a, a an intervention coach. He will. And if you've seen one of his interventions, and we, like I suggest you watch, uh, I am not your guru on Netflix. Oh, yeah. You yeah, look that's at a, him. That's a really good one. Wow. It'll blow you off your chair. Seriously, the way he talks, but it works and it grabs yeah. people's attention. And, and there are yeah. other people who show yeah. compassion, sit down with you and have more of a, a caring mindset, right? A, a, a caring dialogue or composure. So, how would your style be described? How would you describe your style of coaching with your clients? Yeah, 100%. Man. That's, a, that's, that's, that's a great question. And that documentary is. Uh, um, it's, it's been a while since I watched it, but I remember just being in awe as I was watching it. Cause he just, he just gets in there. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to watch it again. <laughs> I'm going to watch it again for sure. Um, but I would say my style is more, yeah, I, I, I can't say I'm, I can't say I'm, um, in the intervention stage like Tony, like I, I can't go up to their faces and just like, like just rip it at them. You know what I mean? So for me, it's, it's done in a more gentle way. Um, I'll let them know how it is. Like if they've been, if they've been, excuse my language, if they've been bolstering themselves for a long time, that's something that they have to know. But you can approach it from a standpoint of uh, of care, of caring and compassion, and still let them know that you know you've you've been lying to yourself this time, and you know it, it, it's time to make a change. So I would say my style is more. Um, more methodically thought out and uh, it's done with care it's done with compassion but it's still it's still real if that makes sense mm-hmm. right right it, it's still it's still i'm still a realist um i'm i'm, I'm still a real like i'm an optimist mixed in with realists so i will help them i will help them be optimistic and see the good of things um but i'll also help them be real with themselves and uh know the areas that they need to focus on mm-hmm yeah, no, we you can't you can't you can't uh, mask it from them, and you can't sugarcoat it. You got to be upfront because uh, if you're just if you're just gonna uh, give half the truth, then uh, at the end of the day, uh, the co- uh, you as a coach and and then your client, you'll just be 
going back into going around in this vicious circle, right? Yeah, totally, totally. And you're doing, I mean, you're doing them a disservice, and you're doing yourself a disservice as well because uh, if if you're not if you're not truthful with them, then mm-hmm. they don't get the result that they want, and uh, you're unhappy as a coach because you know you see them not getting the result, and it's it just it's not a good cycle to be in. It's well, really they hired bad. us for that reason. They hired us for that reason, right? We need to give them the ugly truth. Yeah, yeah, totally. Same goes for, uh, I mean, yeah, the same goes for mental and fitness, especially, right? So, yeah. you know, if, um, let's just say, um, I mean, the scale is not the best example, but I'm, I'll just use it anyway. Let's just say the scale is not moving in the direction that they want. Um, you know, well, how was your weekend? Oh, well, you know, I went out, I had a, I had a few drinks. Well, did you really have a few or did you have more than Like there's, there's so many things that, that go on. Um, maybe they're not 100% honest with themselves. Maybe they're not, they're not 100% honest with you. Uh, but there needs to be that honesty. There needs to be that accountability. But, you know, the, the, the client themselves has to be able to, you know, you have to be coachable. Um, and the coach themselves have to be willing to, to give you the truth, like you said. So it's definitely, um, it's work on both ends. Right. No, exactly. And what would be, I mean, when it comes to strictly personal development coaching, life coaching, yes. what would be a, the co- most common thing people reach out to you for? Um, the most common one, I would say, is um, when it comes to their habitual health. So, you know, th- their habits become patterns and, and, and the patterns just kind of carry on for essentially your whole life. So if your patterns suck, your habits suck, right? So right. I've had people reach out to me um, with, and, and they know this, like it, 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 generally speaking, they know that, okay, you know, I, I might have to kind of change a few things. I just don't know how or, or what to change. So I've been reached out, uh, I've been reached out to about that. So when it comes to their habits and, 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 and not necessarily taking away the habits, but I, tend to work with their current habits and okay you know can we can can we change these slowly or can we keep it but you know reframe um reframe the whole thing or take them out 100 percent because they're not really certain and replace them with more higher performance habits um because i mean your mindset is one thing but it's what you do what you what almost becomes automatic that's what really matters um so, you know, for, 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 for me, as I'm sure for you as well, being physical, working out has become a huge part of our lives. You know, taking care of our minds has become a huge part of our lives because it makes us feel good and, and it's a habit now. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's ingrained within us. It's, it's almost, in a way, it's almost automatic. So that's what I want to help people do. And that's what people kind of reach out to me for. They, they want me to help them um, kind of set their habits straight, see what it is at first, if it's serving them or if it's not, and then what can we do about it? Yeah, that's awesome. And it's always taking those little things and one step at a time, right? Yeah, yeah. It's always it's it's always a step. Like it's it's never it's never as um, it's never as easy as okay. Well, we're gonna get rid of it and but a bit but a boom, we're done. Thank you. Oh, yeah. um, but it, it's it's okay. You know, this this is the habit. Um, you know, why is it there in the first place? So you just kind of go into the past a little bit. But then you get back with the now and you and you get into the future and, and 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 run with it from there. So you just take it step by step rather than make one huge change. 
Right, right. So it's 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 work. It's always a work in progress. Oh, you have to. You cannot. You know, when it comes to personal development and, and growth, it's you have to work at uh, work at it, uh, work for it rather. And uh, I use the word "have to." And as coaches, we we try to avoid using the word "have to." But in this case, you know, you have to work hard. There's no other way. Uh, it doesn't come easy. Totally, man. Totally, totally. You know, life 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 is an uphill journey, not battle journey. And you know, if you're coasting, well, you know, uh, gravity is going to kick in at some point. And what gravity does, <laughs> yeah, it just pulls you back down. So you got to go full force, full steam ahead, and be ready for the next step. And speaking of next steps, what's what's next for you, man? Like, what's your what's the next big goal or big step in your uh, coaching career? Um, you know what? I like. I'm I'm I'm, I'm building I'm building my online business. I want to. I still want to work in person. Obviously, I still love um, you know kind of coaching people in martial arts because uh, I do some classes at the martial arts gym now as well. Um, I still love helping people on that one-on-one close basis. Um, my I have a couple of next big things I'm working on. I want to build. Uh, I want to continue building my online business, and because um, I can reach more people that way. All right, that's that's a given fact. There's only so many people that you can reach locally, but when it comes to the internet, man, and the power of that. It's hell. It's endless. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right? you, can, you, you can coach people like across the globe if yeah. you really want to. Right? Well, that's the beauty. That's um, the beauty of it. Exactly. Exactly. And um, you know, over the last few months, I, I so I've I've gotten you know I've gotten to speaking. I was in Toastmasters last year. Um, I've done a few um, speaking gigs at uh, you know like at community centers here in Milton. Um, and you know, I mean, they've been free, right? So you just, that was my way of giving back. Um, so I've done that. I've gone to a couple of workplaces. I did one in Barry, which was a Mo Monday, which is Motivational Monday. So um, speaking as as kind of nerve wracking as it might be, because yeah, it's not like I speak every day, right? I don't get up on a stage every day. Um, it, it's something that really drives me because I'm really kind of pushing myself out of my comfort zone, which is great. Um, I, my, my next big thing, one of the big things would be, uh, I, w- I would love to do a TED talk as, as scary as that is. <laughs> is so, right? so is that your big hairy audacious goal for the, for the next couple of years? Um, yeah, you know what I want to, I don't know how often they're in Toronto. I have no idea, but I know that you can at least do the whole application process. So what, I would like you? to, I would like to do that. Uh, well, you know what? I, so I gotta, you know, I gotta subscribe to their list and be like, okay, well, let me know when you're in Toronto next, and uh, you know, let's uh, let's at least apply, and then if I get in, beautiful, <laughs> right? And then, uh, you know, yeah, man, like it's uh, it's it's good. You know what? I'll have you as an accountability partner. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? I'll tell you something right now. You don't only have me as an accountability partner. Partner, you have everybody listening to this episode right now as an accountability exactly. partner. So everybody listening, you got to keep Shahab accountable. He, this is his BHAG, applying for a TED B-hag. talk and talking at a TED talk. And um, I know I, wow, I thought my my BHAG was huge to present at the Cafe Pro conference this year. This is one heck of a BHAG. I love it, man. Dude, that's uh, Cafe Pro is big, man. Uh, that's 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 big. That's awesome because I saw you posting about that. And I was like, yes, my man Joe. <laughs> well, I'm waiting for Joe I'm waiting for uh, some. Uh, 
uh, the, the answer. I haven't heard from them yet. Usually they said six to eight months before the conference. So we're approaching the six month mark. If I don't get it, you know what? There's always next year. And uh, at the end of the day, I'm keep on practicing. I, I'm doing this podcast for a reason to prepare for uh, that big goal. But just because I'm going to hit that goal, if I ever, when I, when I hit that goal, um, I'm not going to stop this podcast. I want to keep on going because I uh, you know this is, this is fun stuff. And uh, it's great to talk to people uh, like yourself, like like-minded people. And, you know, to tell you the truth, I'm really having fun with this because with you, Shahab, I see why we connected it because your story is just, it, dude, it's like almost like a, not a mirror image, but like we're in the same bucket, you know? Uh, yeah. And it, yeah, it's, totally. it's, it's amazing to, to keep the, that positive mindset with you. You know, uh, you're one of those people, like you're, you're, you're an energy giver, you know, you, um, we have these circles of energy that surround us and we just want to, you know, we want to give out energy, but we want to get it back as well. We get end up getting it back, you know, and you're one of those people like you're great to hang around with. And um, so, yeah, no, I told it's really awesome. And I, I wish you nothing but great things. And I really, really, I'm going to be, I mean, checking you out and be pushing you uh, for that, uh, that application. So I'm going to make sure you get it in. And there's nothing stopping you now. You got to, you got to keep going. You got to keep going. Try. And you know what? If that doesn't happen at first, well, let it be a first lesson and let it and keep on going until it does happen, right? 100%. 100%. Yeah. And, you know, thanks for the kind of words, man. I appreciate it. Not it's a really problem. Awesome. <laughs> of course. Of course, man. Now, um, so if people wanted to uh, get in touch with you or learn more about you or uh, get some coaching or some, mm-hmm. some fitness, how, how, how can they reach out? Um, well, my, uh, my website, which I usually, uh, I post blogs to and such is madmindcoaching.com. Um, and my Instagram is, uh, I'll give you the link for it as well. My Instagram is shahab underscore mentality coach. So I'm, I'm usually pretty active on Instagram. Um, I do have Facebook as well, just shahab Nogari. Um, I'm pretty active on Instagram. So if you comment on my picture or if you send me a DM, you want to know more, um, I'll most likely, like I will actually reply within the day. Um, and, uh, my link to my free ebook is on my Instagram as well. So the Ooh. ebook is four habits that are four habits that are slowing down your productivity. Um, oh, that's and, fantastic. uh, yeah, yeah. I go into, I go into the whole, um, you know, I go into the whole habits and, and uh, what they are, what, what they most likely are for you. I mean, some might be different, but, uh, I go into what the four are and what to do about them instead, how you can kind of maneuver around that. So, uh, madmycoaching.com you can uh, go on there you can get on the email list that way as well or you can you know write a comment on there and i'll see it i'll reply we'll get in touch okay excellent well i'll definitely uh put the links in the show notes so people can uh find a way to to get in touch with you now before we end i usually ask this question uh, to the people i meet and you're the second person so you're the second person i'm gonna ask this question to mental nutrition so what are the top three books audiobooks or podcasts uh you're listening to or right uh, reading right now uh to just to 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 feed your soul to make it sing to you know just take charge and get after it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um well the podcast i mean there's this guy joseph serfati man i mean he's got the mindfully resilient that's the podcast to be on all right joseph that's it all right <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm honored thank you very much man <laughs> No, it's, no it's, it's good, man. It's good. I had, um, I mean, the last episode I heard was uh, the Coffee with Coach. Um, I forgot the guy's name. Was it Brian? I think it was. Um, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That was, that was, that was a really good one, actually. Um, but uh, some of the other things I listen to. So when it comes to a podcast, I like, um, I like Impact Theory 
because it goes into um, not just not just the mindset, but also health as well. And uh, there's different variety of guests that get interviewed. So, you know, people in the health industry, people in different types of businesses and, uh, um, and, and, and science and everything. So you get a whole realm of things. Um, and when it comes to books, there's this one book in particular that I really like. Okay, well, I lied. There's two. Um, one is by Michael Singer, which is called Untethered Soul. And um, another one is uh, Eckhart Tolle, which is Power of Now. So both of these books kind of help you dive into the whole spirituality realm of things, but it's done in a very practical way. It's done in a very non-woo-woo kind of way because the moment people hear spirituality, they think of, Oh my God, here we go again. Oh yeah. All shishi, fufu, whatever. Right. But it's, it's very practical. It's very honest. Um, and it really gets you humble and grounded to what, you know, what, what your present moment is, what your current situation is. If there's things in your past that you had no idea about, um, the untethered soul especially goes into that. And it really kind of forces you to look at that part of your life and, um, and, and, and deal with it. Right. It, mm-hmm. What you can do by just kind of putting it out of the rug. Um, but anyways, I don't want to go off on a tangent, <laughs> but those two books for sure. Um, if people have not read them, I would highly encourage you to, to read it and not just once, like read it, you know, maybe you can read something else after, but then go back to it, read it again. And you'll, you'll pick, you'll pick something else up for sure. That's it. It's like watching a movie. It's like, you watch it once, but you watch it a second time. You notice something else. You notice an Easter egg, right? Same thing with a book. Yeah. You get that. You read it once, you get the foundation. Read it a second time. You already like, you already have a knowledge so you can even uh, apply more things from that book. All right. All right, man. Well, that is it. Well, thank you very much for taking the time uh, for meeting with me and sharing your knowledge and your experience with uh, Mindfully Resilient uh, podcast listeners. I should call them the Mindfully Resilient. How about that? Yeah, yeah, mindfully resilient. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you hear that, folks? You are officially known now as the mindfully resilient. All right, so Shahab, thank you very much once again, and yeah, let's keep in touch. Joseph, thanks a lot, man. Uh, this was fun. I really appreciate it. Right. Thank you. This is what I'm talking about, folks. This is what I'm talking about. Do you remember back in episode three? Sticking to your fitness resolutions, I mentioned something about the positive vibes flowing like a river at the Canford Pro Conferences in Toronto. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, I highly recommend you check it out. Well, let me tell you, this is it. This is the energy I'm talking about. The energy that helps your own circle of energy shine brighter when surrounding yourself with people who lift you up. Now, what's so awesome is that Shahab's journey truly reminded me of my own. That's why his drive for growth, his desire to help others be better versions of themselves, and his purpose are so inspiring. By the way, I highly recommend you follow him on Instagram and Facebook, and I'll post his links in the show notes. So please do not hesitate to reach out to him. And as you may have gathered from the conversation you just heard, we feed off each other's knowledge and energy. Okay, true. We do compete in some manner in the mindset coaching realm. However, as fitness professionals, we're in this battle for fitness, emotional, physical fitness together. 
We're in it to help, strengthen, inspire, and empower those around us. It's an unspoken mandate. I'm reminded of a couple of fellow students of Sergeant Ken's on the other side of the globe. From what I've been told, they live in neighboring towns. But rather than compete against each other, they decided to collaborate to run what is probably the best boot camp in town, while still doing their separate work as coaches. Now, don't get me wrong, and I am a business student, well, a business graduate, let me correct that. When it comes to building your business, you want the clientele, you want to get that money, but you don't want to drag someone else down in the process. We all complement each other. And I'll elaborate in a future episode on this. In a service business, especially health and wellness, where having a relationship with your clients is important, you must have that connection, the compatible personalities, to build that bi-directional trust. Now, some clients may not be a good match for a coach, or the needs of the client may not fall in the coach's wheelhouse. And that's when you refer to another coach because we all have the same goal. You know, I consider it a real privilege to know such amazing coaches and inspiring coaches like Shahab. I am grateful for that, truly. But you know what else I'm grateful for? You, the listeners, listeners like Daniela, who wrote such a wonderful review following episode number five, which was our interview with Brian, and we talked about running. And she said, it reminds me that it is possible. Goal 2020, back to my runs. Well, Daniela, I'm glad this show has inspired you to get after it, to rediscover running. And thank you, Daniela, from the bottom of my heart for your support since the beginning, not only just for supporting the show, but for your drive at every tactical fit class. By the way, folks, she completed 100 push-ups in one of my classes recently. So, Daniela, congratulations. Everybody out there listening to this podcast, just give her a round of applause. What an amazing feat. Now, the comments I've been receiving are truly helping me find my groove as a podcaster. I'm, you know, I'm still learning. Well, let me tell you, the learning never really stops, no matter how experienced you are. If you're familiar with the ranking system in martial arts, when you get a black belt and you go to the next level black belt, it doesn't mean you're a master. You just... It just means you're our master student. So if you're enjoying the Mindfully Resilient podcast, please leave a rating and a review on Apple iTunes. And if you're listening on the Apple Podcasts app, just go to the show page, scroll down a little bit and hit that star rating and click on the write a review link to submit a review. And as usual, you can also leave a voice message on Anchor and I can use them in an upcoming episode. You can also send me a direct message on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Just search and follow Coach Papa Joseph. So surround yourself with those who compliment you, who lift you up, who add value to your life. And do the same for them. Reciprocate. Unleash some good karma into the world. And always remember to live every day with joy, curiosity, and passion. <laughs>